Welcome to the Solo Venture Podcast. My name is Lee Payton, and along with co-founder Reese Harris, we'll discuss the tools and mindset you need for successful remote entrepreneurship. So whether you're new to freelancing or have an established online business, we'll help you to earn more, work less, and become irreplaceable. So we'll be talking about travel a little bit today. I, uh, oh, shit. We were recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're recording. It's all right. Yeah. It's, it's, I've been recording this whole time. So we'll talk about travel a little bit today. Um, I'm up in the, the rooftop cafe at the hotel that I'm at. It's my last day here. I'm actually flying out this afternoon for this evening. Of course, I'm a little under the weather, which figures before a flight. And there's going to be some background noise. So I apologize for that ahead of time. But I'll show you here. We can see the that's the Da Nang skyline there that goes to downtown. Can you make that there. your backdrop? Um, I'd have... Yeah, there's there's no way to really do that because there's no there's nowhere to sit. Like this is the window right here. Um, you can just leave it like that if you want. <laughs> just like <laughs> just like talking like that. It's actually not a bad idea. I thought about that earlier. So so there shouldn't be too much noise up here. I went over to the uh, the mixing board where they have the the hotel music piped in. They play the same shit over and over again. And I turned it down when they weren't looking. And I don't think they figured it out yet. But if the music cranks up or there's a bunch of blenders going in the background, I apologize for that. So we Basically, figured since yeah, we have a place now, right? I well, you should, yeah. I haven't said a word. We've had no communication for the last three months, but they're used to me being around anyway. So I'm the guy that comes up and uh, works for twelve hours a day and uh, drinks a whole bunch of these, which I've managed to spill all over the place already. I'm not even sh- not even sure what's in that stuff. This Vietnamese coffee, it's pretty good, it's very strong. Yeah, it goes from. Uh, you go from being pretty tired to full on panic attack in about twenty seconds. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it's like holy shit. Now you get up and you're do like a lap around like two a day, three a day. Uh, no more than two. Um, but you know, one of these things will, you know, if you sip it, I think that's what it's meant for for sipping for a few hours. It lasts all morning. I mean, it stuff's crazy, but yeah, it'd be nice to get away from that and get back to my uh, my weak American Starbucks. But uh, no, it's my last day here. I'll fly out tonight and six hours to korea and then uh 12 hours or 10 hours to seattle which is on the west coast of the u.s and then to denver for a little while but we were we were talking the other day that we haven't really done a like a travel specific episode where we just kind of talked about where we started and how we got to where we are now um without going into too much detail or talking about apps or platforms we can get into that some other day where we discuss some of the the tools that we use but just our travels in general like when we started traveling where we've been so far so uh, i don't know if you want to kick that off where, kind of where we're, we're going back to the u.s like where are you from you're from florida well no i i lived in florida for 15 years so i moved all over the place um i grew up in northern minnesota which is kind of up by canada and then i uh, i left at 18 um, and then was in the military for a while. So I moved all over the place for that, all over the U.S. and abroad for that. And then I <clears throat> got a job with the government, started working in D.C., was there for a few years. And then the Carolinas, uh, which is kind of down on the on the East Coast a little bit, uh, then back to D.C., then Minneapolis, which is a, the capital city in the state where I grew up, then down to Key West, Florida for two years. And then Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which is about 20 minutes north of Miami. And I was oh, there yeah. for 12, yeah, 12 years there before I left. Um, and it, it's a great place. It's one of my favorite places I've ever lived. It's just the whole, you know, the only thing there is to do there 
is just drink and party all the time and and then work long hours. So it was, it, yeah, I know it sounds cliche to say it was killing me, but it probably was killing me. So it was good to get out of there when I did. And that was, that was two, well, 160 days ago. Uh, speaking of timing, uh, we had wow. our first conversation about starting this project. Our first conversation about this was 100 days ago to the day today. I just really? Our, our counter. Wow. Yeah. So the very first message when it was not even an idea, we didn't have a name, you know, we, we still don't know what we're doing, but we just didn't have a, a clue, um, was exactly a hundred days ago. And now we're on our seventh podcast wow. at, amongst, yeah, amongst other videos and everything else and all the other programs we've, we've got going on that some of this stuff people know about, some of the stuff we're working on that we haven't really announced some of its business, some of it has to do with, with the solo venture stuff here. It all, it all kind of ties together, but yeah, it's only been a hundred days for that. Um, so that's, that's, that's crazy. Uh, seeing that I, I feel like we've been doing this for 10 years, but it's probably <laughs> working so much. Um, but yeah, no, I, I left Florida in November of 2021. I think it's, it's been 160 days. I have little countdown clocks on my notion dashboards. I don't know if this is healthy or not. They let me know how long I've been doing something. So sometimes it's good. And sometimes it's just a reminder of like, you know, Oh shit! You know you either have or haven't reached the goal yet. Um, I went to Mexico. We packed up, sold everything, got rid of all of our things. Um, and you had like, many. like you had the house, you had the cars, like you had the. Did you have the American dream? Yeah, no, really. Yeah, and no, I had the the house that I was living in. In uh, I had furniture uh, in the past. In this last place I was in, it was I was renting, but it was a it was a three bedroom, three bath house which is pretty good size, uh, in, uh, Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we had a pool and everything, uh, you know, like all, all those, all those things that people see on TV that Americans have, I had all those things. So, um, but it, it was good. It was a really good life, but it was, it's, it's just a house full of things, you know, just tons of, tons of stuff. And I remember watching some Netflix show where some guys, um, they say, if you pack up your entire house, which is, this is a lot of work for somebody to do who's not moving. But if you pack up your entire house and whatever you don't unpack a couple months later, then obviously you don't need that stuff. That, that's a little yeah. extreme, um, you know, because there's obviously pictures and the things on the walls that you just don't show memories. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I had I had everything. I had all that stuff. I had to get rid of uh, most of it. I sold some of the stuff that was worth selling, donated most of the old clothing um, or there's just things I don't wear. Um, I don't intend to be anywhere cold if I can help it. So I got rid of all that winter crap and I uh, got rid of the car. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really, it was very freeing and it was uh, like a huge weight off. I didn't realize how nice it was going to be to get rid of that. And just to travel with everything I need is just in our bags right now, which is a really nice way to live. Um, there's, you know, and it, now there's no pressure to buy anything anywhere. Like even yeah. if we saw something cool over here, we're in Vietnam now, but if we saw something cool, we can't fit it in our bags anyway, and we have nowhere to put it. So, like some people, they like that. Sorry, they're they're blending back here. Shoulder of margarita, shoulder of margarita while I'm up here. Um, but some people, you know, they they like to have places where they could put a bunch of shit. I just I don't like that. I think it's like it's this huge like relief or weight or whatever you want to call it, not having um, yeah. a whole bunch of things to get back to. And you can also live a better life too. Like as I was showing you a minute ago, and I'll I'll just do it again here real quick. Uh, we're staying in this hotel here, this five-star resort on Da Nang Beach, and it's not expensive here in Vietnam. Uh, but 
you know, because we don't have a, a rent or a mortgage or anything to pay back home or car payments or insurance, you name it, everything that goes along with living, um, we can live in nicer places here. A lot of people say, yeah. well, how do you afford to travel so much? Um, I was like, well, A, I've been working hard and make good money. And B, if you, if you don't have a bunch of payments back home, you can really do whatever you want. So that first, that getting rid of all that stuff was very freeing. Freeing, I'm sure you've had the same experience. And then we went to, just to give you the quick timeline here, we started in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. It was only a, uh, like an hour and a half flight from where we lived in Florida. It was direct. Uh, so I figured it was like a little baby step to start the whole nomad thing. And it was also a big expat tourist area. So it was, I was kind of kind of a cheap way to to get out of there like it wasn't like I'm an immersive experience you know everybody spoke English uh, sure. and it was similar like to Western uh, culture there um, all the same bars and everything and all, all the douchey American bars are there like the hard rock cafe all that stuff uh, sure. I sh- shouldn't say that I used to have a contract with the hard rock I should probably not- <laughs> <I heard laughs> it. Cut, cut that out <laughs> yeah yeah now, I have a lot of good friends that work at corporate because their big offices it was by my place there uh, but we had that first five months in Playa del Carmen. Are they, uh, are they looking for AI uh, assistance? Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. That's not a bad idea. I'm sure they've got somebody. I feel like you've AI. got all of the contacts. So we should, you just need to be like, yeah. Hi. They, so the Hard Rock International, that's where they're based out of Fort Lauderdale there, Miami, whatever, Hollywood. Um, that's their big corporate headquarters. And I don't even know what that's where that big guitar um, casino okay, is. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, and they've got, I mean. I don't know how much they make like a billion dollars a day just off of idiots in their gambling 24 hours a day, tax free, you know? So, but, um, yeah, that first, that first leg in Playa del Carmen was like, not was, it was like a baby step. Uh, it was, you know, we had nice, nice places there for fairly reasonable pricing. Um, I just worked, but that's, that's when I didn't do, I hadn't done any copywriting work. I didn't really know what it was. I don't really know if I still, I still know what it is now. I'm not really sure if I figured it out, <laughs> but but uh, that that was like the five months of just you know trying to you know lay off the drinking and all the other nonsense and get a little bit healthier uh, and learn about copywriting. So, uh, but we'll get into that some other day. But to fast forward the timeline back to the U.S. for a while, then we ended up in Tenerife, um, Spain, the Canary Islands. There, it's off the coast of Africa, um, and uh, for three months went back to the U.S stayed for a few months and then this is the second or third big trip out started in bali um then uh kuala lumpur and now been in vietnam for three months and uh ready to get back you know it's i think i think that these these eight or nine month trips out may be a little much uh you know because there's certain things i'm used to having um not that the shopping here is not great it's a very modern place kuala lumpur was a very modern city but there's just certain things like um, that we're used to getting, you know, like well, as soon as I get back, I got to go to a fucking, I don't know if you have Best Buy. It's like a big electronic store in the U.S. I've got like 10 things I need from there that I can't get here. So little things like <laughs> that. But as far as, as traveling goes, Mexico, Canary Islands, uh, then Southeast Asia, the Bali, uh, Kuala Lumpur, and here in Vietnam. And that's it. And then next year or next after spending some, some summertime uh, in the U.S., we got to plan that out. So obviously the, the the first thought is to come somewhere in your direction so we can kind of ramp everything up and get everybody together over there. But that's my yeah, short man. version. I don't, I don't know. You've been traveling a lot longer than I have though, haven't you? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I, I left in November. 
So it's been eight months since I left. Um, yeah, I mean, you could call it the start was in October. I went technically went up to Wales for a little bit, but it was kind of, it wasn't a holiday. I was working up there. Um, and that was like hiking. I don't know if you've seen Wales before. Uh, lots of mountains in the north. Um, that was really nice. And November kicked it off properly. I went to Valencia in Spain and stayed in. So coliving.com for anyone that doesn't know is like a platform for really cool spaces around the world. Um, and you get to meet lots of really cool people and they tend to be remote workers, digital nomads, but you also get travelers as well. Um, and you end up spe- uh, staying in really cool spaces with lots, lots of people. And I stayed in a place in the Spanish countryside in the Northeast. Um, I don't think it was quite Catalonia, um, but it was in the, yeah, Northeast of Spain. And it was like a dream. Like there was like 15 of us in the house. Again, mix of remote workers. It was like the, so it was November. So it was like still warmish. It was like 18, 19 degrees. Um, very, very peaceful. There was a fireplace in the office, which was really cool. Um, so like getting up early in the morning and it's like a roasting fire is already going, which is cool. That's great. Um, and you know, we all ate together, lunches, dinners. There's always activities on. It felt very wholesome and such a contrast to London. So that's where I'd come from. That's where I'd been living for a couple of years. Insane contrast to like horns beeping all the time, like tons and tons of people, hundreds of thousands of people, well, millions, um, to the remote Spanish countryside. And it was like the best way to kick it off. Really, really enjoyed it. Fully recommend curlingwing.com. Um, and after that, I did scoot home for Christmas because I was so close. Why not? And then January went back to Spain, another co-living space. Um, definitely in Catalonia this time, um, near Barcelona. And it was a lot colder (laughs) than my first experience in Spain a couple of months ago, a couple of months previous um but again in in the countryside um really nice people again and from there i went to came to madrid um i did a little stint in barcelona for like a weekend then came to madrid i know a lot of people in spain so it's less unfamiliar like in madrid like there's loads of people i know from when i lived um in a place called brighton in the uk there's loads of Spanish and Italians and French go to Brighton um, to do like language courses. Um, so Madrid was really fun and I, and I kind of knew my way around already. Um, and then where the hell did I go after that? Albania. Albania. So Yeah, that was on my list too. Uh, uh, they got a pretty good, it's 180 days I think you could stay. Like the, the visa's pretty pretty chill there i think and then they got some beaches and all that i mean were you like what part of the country were you in though i was in the capital tirana mm-hmm. i didn't make it out to the coast unfortunately but i've also heard it's beautiful the alps the albanian alps in the north from the images i've seen looks stunning it, it looks like switzerland um especially you've got these instagram reels of like people on horses 
uh, not even people on horses, but like horses running free through the kind of luscious green grass. Um, so it looks really, really nice. But the capital city was really cool. Um, small, insanely friendly people. Um, the Albanians were lovely. Um, not tons to do. Like it's not like it's quite a small city. Um, but there's some interesting architecture, like Soviet style kind of brutesque, brutesque, grotesque. I can't remember. Uh, brutalist, sorry. Brutalist architecture. Um, which I thought was quite cool. Um, hiking. I'd like to go back and do some hiking in the Alps, but also near the capital city. Um, uh, and yeah, I went from Albania to back to Spain, did the South coast, went to Granada, one of my favorite places, um, in the world technically, but in Spain, especially, um, really small little cities, like an hour away from the coast. Um, really nice kind of picturesque streets. You've got the Alambras, which is this kind of, uh, building overlooking the city i think it used to be like a bit of a fortress um and it's like mm-hmm. the main attraction there you've also got the oh i'm gonna get i'm gonna i'm gonna get it from all the spanish watchers because i'm gonna get this wrong <laughs> but it's uh, it's flamenco oh, i need to check this before i yeah. disappoint That's everyone i know who's spanish but i think it was flamenco is the no flamenco severe fuck i'm all Sounds familiar, but I, I don't to, know why. I need to, I need to make sure. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of history with that Alhambra as well. That uh, that changed hands several. A lot Flamenco. of Flamenco battles. Flamenco, yeah. Got it. I was right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, birthplace. Um, I didn't get to see a dance, which was frustrating. But I'll go back there. I know a few people who live there. Zamora um, in the north of Spain, also really nice. Much much smaller um, city, but I recommend anyone going to Spain to visit Zamora um yeah really beautiful um and then i, w- I got a coach from Thamora in the north to porto in portugal um had an insane time in portugal stayed in a hostel this time um which i think for people doing what we do is like people don't want to do it because they're running a business like they want to work and they're kind of the idea of a hostel is like it's a party vibe um everyone's drinking all the time which is a hundred percent a lot of hostels but some are quieter though i stayed in one in granada that was really quiet and peaceful and there were a mix of ages and it, like it wasn't no one was partying and it was really clean and, and really cool hostel nuts if you're going to granada um and spot hostel in porto is where i stayed uh, really really friendly staff um and it was more of a party vibe but i kind of it was okay. Like I went out to cafes and worked in the day and it wasn't like the rooms were busy. Like there were people snoring, which is obviously frustrating, but nothing worse than that. Um, and then I went to, fuck, I met someone in the hostel who was like, do you want to go on a road trip? And I was like, yes, I would like to go on a road trip. Um, I think we'd known each other for like 24 hours. So we went, we hired a car, drove into the wine valley of Portugal and stayed in an Airbnb for three days. That's Did some great. wine tasting, had some insane Portuguese food um, in this like, there was like hardly any tourists in this like little village. Super authentic experience. The wine, the port, port wine was delicious. Um, and it's like, oh, we drove 
I love driving, but we drove on, I think it was like voted the world's best road to drive on in like 2015 or 16 or something, which was sick. And I was just there like, and obviously she was there like the whole time. No, not. <laughs> that's great. I was, I was nice. So I, I kept it to a minimum, but, um, yeah, that's a uh, fact. And then I'm now in Cyprus. Right. So Schengen area. We decided to do Brexit for some reason and yeah. I have a limit in Europe. So I have like three months in a 180 day period. So I had to escape, come to Cyprus and I, leave in three weeks yeah now the whole brexit thing's a mess that really screwed you guys over we ran into a bunch of brits in uh tenerife that were having the same problem you know because they have to deal with all that there too so it's funny you move around like quite a bit more than than we do like you're uh, more frequently i guess we like to get somewhere we have a lot of shit we have all of our bags and everything uh like a lot of stuff um and it's easier for us just to get somewhere for our two-month minimum is usually kind of what we go for but uh, it's yeah. interesting, like, so obviously, well, we could as a couple, we could stay in a hostel because people do that. We just, you know, it's just easier for us to have a room. But um, it's yeah. funny though, thinking about because on the one hand, I have a built in like travel partner to do things with. On the other hand, for us to meet like other people, uh, you know, like get out, like meet, make friends and everything else, we have to like make it a point to go find a like a pub or something or where, where the expats hang out or where we can find some people to hang out with. and. Uh, I guess the advantage of like staying at a decent hostel that's, you know, cause I think people have this image in their mind of a hostel of like, like people just crammed into bunk beds or something like that. And I'm sure there yeah. is something like that, but I'm sure like there's some really nice ones also, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, you have kind of like a built in crowd, you know, like, cause even if you don't get along with everybody there, there's going to be at least one other person that has a similar, like, uh, schedule as you do that has like something that they want to do that they want to check out so it's like that's pretty cool too that's something that um, we have to like seek that out we have to like join Facebook groups and everything else and and uh, to find like tours otherwise we're just trapped in our own little just the two of us the only the only two people in the building speaking English to each other you know but, but definitely uh, yeah yeah really yeah yeah it, yeah it's it's interesting i mean it, it works for us because you know we, we work a lot we get along anyway we can be around each other 24 hours a day but we do have to make a point to like go out and like try to run into people or just like on our visa runs here we had to go every 30 days in vietnam because it's only 30 day visa fortunately we met <laughs> we met a lot of other uh people on the bus that were doing what we were doing um, so we had people to drink with, even though I don't do that as much anymore, but yeah, I could see where a hostel would probably be like staying in a place like that with community would probably fast forward your experience a little bit because you immediately run into mm. somebody that's either just come back from doing something that you want to do, or if you want to do something, somebody that got there is like, I'll go with you. Yeah. You know, Cause that'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Even like, even like simple stuff, like walking tours. Like there are a bunch of us that were like, oh, should we just go on a walking tour tomorrow? It's like free and um, a nice way to like explore the the location you're in and then get to know them as you go because um, you're both doing something new together and like low barrier um, because obviously like if you are in a hostel and you're staying with more travelers, they're definitely more budget conscious. Um, so that's kind of like an easy win. And also, you'll find this when you come over here, and I, I mean, it might be the same in, I would expect, I don't know, but it's, um, a lot of the hostels have private rooms, 
So you can kind of get both. You can like book in and have a private room and then also have access to the community um, kind of downstairs in the communal areas and live in the same place. Um, so that's really cool too. Yeah, no, I, I, I need to look into that more. I, it, it's like the, whenever I hear Hostel, I, I think there were, didn't somebody make a bunch of horror movies about that shit too, of course. <laughs> you just, you know, you do these images and, and I think, uh, you know, and, and hearing it from you now, it like makes it sound like, like that's something I need to check out. So anybody who's listening, you know, like just try every option because it is nice where we're at now, uh, having our own room and everything. But uh, you, you kind of, if you don't uh, make it a point, because it has happened to us everywhere we go. Next thing you know, it's two months in. You haven't met anybody. You haven't talked to anybody or or done half the things that we're here for. I mean, I was busy working this time here. And I'm not complaining because the clients that I got, I mean, I do complain about this every day, but I'm not complaining right now. But the clients that I got are pretty good. you know, <laughs> and, I, and I enjoy the work I do when I'm not like angry having to, to work so much. Uh, but um the yeah three months went right by and we've seen a few sites around here but uh yeah i could have i could have done this anywhere so it's just a you know lesson learned every time you go somewhere you pick up something that you try not to do the the next time or try to tailor something a little bit better the next time uh but yeah back back in the u.s uh, we just stick we bounce around with family um and there's plenty of room there uh every you know we, we don't stay too long in each location a couple weeks here and there um Whenever, are you, know, you whenever flying I, to each location because it's massive, isn't it? Or are you yeah, road, you drive in. You kind of, it's kind of, it, it kind of sucks either way. Uh, so we're flying a lot. We're also we're renting a car, hiring a car, as as you guys say, uh, to drive. But that sucks too, man. I mean, that's like a whole day um, driving. Yeah. So, um, so there is a combination of both of, of having the car and then because we don't have one, we have to rent one. It's not that not that expensive, yeah. uh, but. Uh, and because flying is fast, but got to you know, the airports and all that crap, you know, that gets old too. Um, so yeah. we'll, we'll bounce around with family and stay for free as much as possible. Try to go do a few things. Uh, when's, uh, so you're, where are you headed after this? I'm going to three weeks time. I'm going to Sofia, Bulgaria. I'm meeting up with the person I met in Portugal. So we kept in touch. Um, and so we're like, yeah, let's do another little um trip this time it's like nine days in bulgaria road tripping um so we'll go all around the west side of bulgaria which would be really cool and then literally three days ago i booked a place in italy and i was so close to going to bulgaria like staying in bulgaria for like extending it another month um and I was I was also looking at this other location in Italy, and the moment I found out James Bond No Time to Die was filmed in this location, and I saw the montage in the, from the film, I was like, "Oh, this place looks amazing! I have to go there." Yeah. Oh, um, fuck yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Matera, Italy, which would be really really nice, um, and looks like a good location to hire a car and like go and visit other spots. Plus, the train network seems to be pretty good in Italy. So I will probably, I've been to Rome before, but as a kid. And now I think if I got a train over there and went to the Vatican, I'd have massive appreciation for it now um, compared to when I was last there. So hopefully I'll, I'll be there for a month and I'll get a few things done. Would love to go to like the opera 
in Italy. I think that would be kind of a bucket list. And then I'll probably fly, uh, probably train it up to Milan. I love trains. I just think it's a really cool way to see the country that you're in. Um, And I'll fly from Milan home. So I'm going to go back for possibly a month in the UK in like the best month weather-wise for the UK. Um, And like visit friends and family, that kind of stuff. Um, And then Poland after that. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like, uh, um, you're right. I mean, you do think because when I I was fortunate when I was uh, younger, like both my parents worked for the for the government, for the state government. So I mean, they, it's middle class, you know. But we had enough resources. We traveled everywhere when I was little, and you know how it is when you're a little kid and your parents like try to get you to do things. You're like, I don't care, you know. Like, so now, like, yeah, it's you have to do things as now. an adult. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to do things as an adult. Otherwise, you know. I mean, I'm glad I did all those things. But I'm yeah. like, I should have paid more attention, but there was no way you were going to get me to pay attention at like 12 years old, you know, to, yeah, to exactly. shit like that. So you got to make that trip again. So, yeah, we got to figure out. So you'll be bouncing around. You're headed back, uh, back home. I'll be in the States. Uh, and then uh, sh- shout out Francis. Uh, if he ever watches these, we're going to try to at least you and I are going to try to get somewhere where we can be in the same zone or the same area for a while so we can work on a few things. And Spain seems to be the place to be. I don't know if that's because of all the hype with the digital nomad stuff lately. I mean, obviously, it's an awesome place. I would love to to go back there. I was in the Canary Islands, which doesn't really count as Spain uh, just because it's so far away. It's like we have Hawaii, but Hawaii is nowhere near the U.S. It's the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And Spain has the Canary Islands. Um, but it sounds like an awesome place to be. But that's that's something in the future. So we'll maybe try to get some of our, uh, our friends and uh, members that we know through Francis to meet us over there to do it in real life, something, whether it's a workshop or, you know, just figure some, some yeah, type of project out we can all do. Um, other than that, though, the best part about all this is that you really don't have to plan that far ahead. I'd, I'd like to do what you're doing where I like to know, again, they're making like margaritas over here or something, but uh, I'd like to do what you're doing where like I plan um, like my next two stops out. Like I like to know, because I don't mind being spontaneous, but I don't, you know, I don't want to like two days and our visa's up. We got to figure out where we're going. I don't like to do that. Yeah. But, but you know, this lifestyle, you can do that. You can, the technology is so great. You can search, search flights, search Airbnb or whatever platform you want to use uh, for a good deal. And, you know, as long as, as long as you've got somewhere to crash, you don't really need to know anybody. I mean, the world's getting so small now not just because of the travel, the air travel and everything, but just all the platforms, Facebook groups. Um, chances are, after you do this for just a short time, like I haven't been doing this very long and you haven't either. And just look now, look at the people we know in different places. You know, like if surely yeah. if one of us was headed somewhere that we hadn't been, somebody who knows somebody will be there that we can link up with, you know. So it's, it's yeah, a pretty exactly. small community. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's there's two things. There's one, if you're in a job now and you're like planning to make the jump, like if you can, like build that uh, runway, if you like. So you've got like a, you know, you've got backup. One, you've got like proper backup if shit really hits the fan. But also you've got like a, like, cool, if I didn't have, if I didn't book accommodation until the last minute, I could afford to just find somewhere really quickly, um, mainly for peace of mind. Um, it's just quite, it's quite nice to know, but I agree with you. It's nice to, for peace of mind to have like a couple of 
like the next three months is booked and I know where I'm going to be um, for most of the time. And then yeah. a few points here and there, it's like, oh, cool. I can kind of wing it. Yeah. And other than, other than some of the visa requirements, which aren't that, I mean, everybody makes a big deal out of them, especially in some of these Facebook groups, everybody's panicking. The rules are pretty easy to find. Um, you know, it's, it's a little annoying, kind of like what you're having to go through now with the Shenzhen and all that. But, um, you know, like every year that goes by or almost every day now, these countries are getting more modern with their uh, with their immigration and everything else. And it's yeah. just a, you can do most of it online now. Um, so like everything, I guess, in my mind, that was a, a barrier or that I was making a bigger deal than it had to be after moving around a couple of times, it's just, you know, you, you get to a new place and you check into whatever, however your accommodations are. You find a store nearby in case you need something and you just you do a couple laps around the neighborhood. Like, OK, that's where the bar is. That's where the convenience store is. Um, you know, I mean, there's really nothing to it. But in the beginning, before you before you like take the leap and you do all this, it just seems like some big insurmountable thing. Like, uh, what am yeah. I going to take with me? Things that I was worried about, like packing before we left the, the U.S. the first time is like, oh, I got to take all this stuff. I'm not going to be able to buy my stupid clothes or whatever. And then you get to a lot of these places and they have they have everything you need. I mean, there may be certain brands you can't get, but there's there's an Apple store everywhere. There's uh, you know, there's clothing stores everywhere, you know. Uh, so, like, I guess in my mind, I was like, I got to pack everything I'm going to need for a year. I'm not going to be able to buy certain things. Uh, how, how are my accommodations going to be? You know, like all these little stupid barriers that I had. And then uh, after bouncing around, after being in a few different, uh, very different places now, it's all the same. You know, the yeah. food's a little bit different. Um, but, you know, because people live, people live in these places too, and they need the same things that we do. Um, so, you know, all those little barriers that I had, those mental blocks that I had, and like, I'm not sure about this. I, I feel really silly about now. So anybody who's planning on doing this, and again, you don't have to do what we're doing. You don't have to leave um for six to eight months at a time you can start small and go on a, a 30-day trip or something or go two weeks somewhere it doesn't have to be yeah. sell everything get rid of all your stuff and uh leave for half the year i will say this if you get rid of most of your things and you don't have a like an apartment or a house to maintain back back home uh it a it's it's more freeing and you're kind of like you have to you kind of because you don't have a home, you kind of have to be somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's kind of like having that crutch, like when you when you want to thrust yourself into a new job. If you have a backup, uh, you're more likely to fall back into those old habits. Um, so I know these are burn terrible. the boats, burn the yeah. boats. You know, I, th I can't remember the name of, I can't remember his name, but the Spanish conquistador in the Amazon, they arrived and yeah. it was like. Yeah burn the boats we're not yeah. going back <laughs> like, yeah. oh shit yeah. they, they must have been sat there like oh no <laughs> yeah no it's it's true i i think if we if we had a car or a place that we were paying for uh i i don't know that we would you know be that tempting to go back but it's almost like you there's certain things in life you just have to get rid of your own safety net you know, no matter how mentally tough you think you are, you just have to get rid of that fallback. Uh, yeah. Because when I when I quit that job, the job I had before we went to Mexico, the copywriting job that I have now, but the job I, I had before we went to Mexico, 
um, was a job that I could only do in Florida. I was only licensed to do the job there and I had to be in that city. So when I left there and I let my license expire, I was like, well, fuck, now I have to figure this copywriting thing out or I guess I'll be bartending at, you know, all these hotels we're staying at. So, uh, so that was, that's a little extreme, but it does work. You know, if you, if you really want to try this shit out, just get rid of everything <laughs> and leave and quit your job and take all your money yeah. out and everything else. You know? I mean, it's, yeah, there will be some people that are like, and like they, and they won't like it. And that's, cool you adapt for what you what makes you feel comfortable but for some of us it's fucking exhilarating yeah and it's like yeah. oh yeah it's on now like i have to make this work um and it's yeah. great and i think one of the alex formosi talks about this in that you either have and it's the carrot and stick i think he referred to like an experiment where with mice obviously whether you're either motivated by the cheese at the end of the tunnel or motivated by the cat that was chasing them or whatever and it's the same with this scenario you've either got all the pros of living this life ahead of you and you're like cool that's what i'm that's what i'm chasing or what will drive you is i don't want to go and work for that company again like the cat like i don't want to i don't want to be tied to this location again so use that to drive you um yeah no, absolutely and it doesn't have to be super drastic either you know like we only flew an hour and a half from where we were living different country but still um but if we needed to go back we could have been on a flight in a day we could have been home yeah um and the u.s is big enough that if somebody really wanted to try out the nomad thing they could just go a couple states over it's big yeah. enough for that um so it doesn't you know it, it Everything that we're doing now, like going to different countries on the other side of the planet, uh, it doesn't have to be this extreme. But uh, yeah, what's the worst case scenario as well, right? Like well, calculate right. the worst case scenarios. Like, okay, well, in three months, if it doesn't work, it's going to cost me a three hundred pound flight to get home, and then I look for a job. Right. Yeah. It's not and, and that bad. And chances are, you learned a couple of things, and you probably got rid of things before you left that you didn't need anyway. So even if you went back and move back into something you know your life is probably a little bit better than uh than what you left uh so the flights are six hours from now uh then i'll uh one of the i mean besides it's nice to be back home i'll i'll be back on eastern time where most of my clients are so and it's always good to be back uh anyway uh, it i'm still jet lagged from from what i flew this way i'm still fucking tired (laughs) yeah now they're hammering but I, uh, yeah, no, I, I yeah, it's going to be bad. So we're, we're going back and, uh, you know, we're both 43, which isn't old, but it's old enough to know that you have to take it easy for a couple of days. So we're going back and we're staying at an airport hotel in Denver where we land in Colorado after we go through customs and all that crap. And we're going to stay there for two days before we see anybody because we're like, this is going to be our adjusted time. Sure. It, uh, we have a car that we'll use to go to stores, buy things that we couldn't get while we were gone. And those are just things that, you know, as, as a grown up, you have to plan for, you know, uh, when you get back. So there, there are ways to make this like, you know, like when I was younger, I would go fucking drinking and partying all night and then get on the plane. I'm like, fuck it, I'll sleep on the plane. And then you show up to where you're at and you, and you just get off the plane, and go right to work. Now I'm like, yeah, you know, three days here, three days there. Um, so, yeah, the next Is there time anything you're craving. 
from the US? Like, is there any food uh, that you're craving? I don't know, man. The food over here has been pretty good. Now, where we are in Da Nang, um, they don't have like the kind of steaks that we do, but um, Bali and, and uh, Kuala Lumpur did. Um, so that's a good question. But I mean, I could I could eat anything. Like, I, uh, nothing's really crossed my mind. I do really want to upgrade some of the electronics, though, and that's a little bit harder to do. But honestly, yeah. I haven't missed much, and it is good to leave. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, my country has its its super awesome things, and it's got its problems too. But when you leave for a little while, you you tend to miss the good stuff. You know, like I'm looking forward to just all the the things I can get on Amazon on the app on my phone. And stuff shows up that day. Like I can order something yeah. and it'll be there in two hours. Yeah. Which is fucking ridiculous. But like that's crazy. Things, yeah. Yeah. Little things like that. Uh, just the super conveniences, uh, the super convenience that we have. Uh, I'm looking forward to that in, in the stores everywhere. Um, it sounds like a really, sounds like a really douchebag American thing to say, but it's true. I'm just used to all these. I want, I want to be able to walk. No, if you're used to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the same with you. After you're gone for a while, like you, you tend to get like the negativity, the negative stuff out, and you're like, you know what? I'm really looking forward to getting back and seeing a few things. You appreciate it. You're in another place, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I have not been to any um, like most of the places I've been to are pretty um, developed, very developed. Um, so there's only a few things here and there, like that. You, that are unusual and so you appreciate how good things are back at home because we are from the most developed countries in the world um so there's a lot of privilege there that i understand um to be honest the one thing that i miss is a sunday roast like a good sunday roast it's like the one meal that the english have done pretty well apart from apart from that and the english breakfast everything's pretty dire yeah. Oh man, that was a, uh, the, our favorite part about being in the Canary Islands. Is, is there's a lot of a lot of you guys there. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of like cab, like uh, I don't know what you guys call them, not cafe, but but anyway, one of our favorite places was this little English place down the down the way. The huge English breakfast. I mean, just like the kind of food that you eat and you have to go right back to bed because you're so fucking tired. <laughs> oh god, it's so good. But yeah, yeah. No, next time we do one of these, I'll be back in the states uh, and uh, we'll have maybe try to mess with our cameras a little bit. Uh, you know, every time we, we try this, we try to improve a little bit. Uh, seven, seven episodes in now, a hundred days in, I'd like to think we're getting better. Maybe we're not. But, uh, <laughs> Tell yeah, us, to, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Please go ahead and leave like, as usual, leave comments in the, 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 under the video and we'll get to whatever topic and, and again, feel free to tell us if we suck or not. But we do have you guys in mind where we're trying to improve, whether it's audio, video. Uh, I'm mindful every time we record something and the audio doesn't sound good. I'm like, ah, we got to figure out how to fix this. So we're iterating as we go. But <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yes, stay I, I never, tuned I, I, for more travel stories and yeah, remote yeah. business tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be back next week. I, I forgot. I don't even yeah, know. What I'm talking about. Actually, I have the thing up here. I can. I'll be just. Uh, I, I'll cut out some of this fluff here in the middle. I just. I, I do have. I do have. I think we just leave it like this. Honestly, leave yeah. it like this, and let's say see you later, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll catch you next week. I'll be in. Uh, 
Denver or some shit. We'll figure it out. Uh, be a different change of scenery here. Got the sun creeping in on me. And uh, whatever. I, I fucking, I, I don't know why this is so hard. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. The producer of today's show was me. For more content, join us on our YouTube channel at, at Solo Venture, and links to all of our social media will be in the show notes.